welcome back to my aunt's attic for the third and hopefully final time. How you doing, Mary Grace? I'm still good. Still good. And that is not a lie. Are you sure? How are you doing? I am good. Like I said, this morning was a giggling morning. I don't know why. Yesterday was a crap day. This morning is making up for it, though, and I've got a little bit of the giggles. So we'll see how that goes. I love that. Um, but I don't know what you were planning on talking about, but first and foremost, I need to know. You've got some splaining to do. Oh, God. How oh. do you not know? <laughs> How do you not know who Ryan Gosling is? Okay, I do now, but I didn't. And I really didn't, like, probably a year or two ago. Oh, my God. Okay, so for context, Actually, last week... I'm going to take it back. I didn't know who he was until last week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I just said a year or two ago. No. I, really, I, don't, I don't think I knew before either. So you're just watching the movie and you're like, you, you have no idea. I didn't know it. who he was. I thought he was just some random actor that I've never seen before. This is blowing my mind. So, okay, context. Last week, but by the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks ago, we went to go see the Barbie movie. And what were what were your thoughts? French kiss. <laughs> or chef's kiss. Not French kiss. <laughs> French kiss. <laughs> that too. That oh, too. Well. <laughs> no, I was chef's kiss. Damn it. Well, because it was just going... Uh, anyway. <laughs> I thought it was so good. It was chef's kiss. French kiss. I like that better, French though. French kiss out there if you want to. <laughs> but it was so good, and I almost cried, and I was like, no, this can't be the first time you cry in front of Danielle. But... You should have. I would have mocked you mercilessly. That would have been so lame. <laughs> it was such a roller coaster because I was, like, laughing so hard, and at the end, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, cr- I'm going to cry. It was amazing. You said you were laughing harder at me laughing at it because I was like wheezing. Oh at, yeah, like, the dance break. <laughs> oh my there was God. like a dance sequence and like I thought it was funny but like also impressive. And I was like, oh, and Danielle was just wheezing. I don't know why <laughs> it just it hit so hard and it was like I was so funny. Oh my God, it was actually much funnier than I thought it was gonna be. It's exactly my kind of humor. It's that just kind of like dry and blunt, yeah. right there kind of humor. Um, which I'm surprised that it didn't slip into stupid humor as much as I thought it was going to, but it was just blunt, and I loved it. It was great. Um, do you good, have any good humor? Good message. Good acting. Great, amazing choices of the actors. Oh, I guess Margot Robbie actually like created it, so uh, she cast herself. What? So I heard. I heard Greta Gerwig. We're going to pretend that's her name. The producer of it. The director of it. Really? The director. Greta Gerwig. I'm going to say I thought Margot Robbie did all of it. I saw an interview where she was saying that she... Okay. That is false. She lied. Yeah. Um, So what what, what did you take away from it? Message. Well, okay. Here's... Okay. So I'll tell you what. Looking at Margot Robbie makes me feel like shit about myself. No! But I know that wasn't the point of the movie, so I'm trying to pretend like that's not the effect it had on me, but that is the effect it had on me. That's not good. But it was a good message of, like, I don't know. I forget. Oh, wait for it. I'm going to dive into it. (laughs) (laughs) But the one thing I know I didn't like was that they made cellulite out to be some kind of contagious disease to avoid at all costs, like the plague or something. And I'm like, cellulite is so normal and common and, like, please don't body shame that, because, like, what the heck? It's so normal. 
So I didn't yeah. like that. That you was the one thing I was... You can't do anything about that. That is just like... It's just... It just happens. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. But other than that, I thought the whole overarching message was pretty good. Um, as far as the way the patriarchy has set women up to be. Mm. And the kind of the stereotypes, the boxes that women are put in because of it. And can I go off for a second? That's why we're here. Okay. So... For anybody who thinks that it's anti-men, you missed the point. Because it's not anti-men. The whole thing, I, per, what I took away from it at least, was that to kind of sh represent, to show how the patriarchy, like I said, how it boxes in women. And so the men in the entire movie, it's not representing men, it's representing the patriarchy. Which both men and women both participate and contribute to. The patriarchy is not men. It is a system. It's not an individual person. It is a system of how society runs. And that includes both men and women. The patriarchy has kind of leaned more towards men in that it favors men a little bit more. But by favoring men, what I mean, and I'm, I'm going to talk in circles a little bit, trying to make sure I get exactly what I mean across. It favors masculine traits in both men and women. It favors masculine traits, and because it favors masculine traits, those tend to show up mostly in men. So therefore, the patriarchy that favors masculine traits tends to favor men, just because that's the way ma masculine traits tend to represent in men more. Now, women who show masculine traits as well have a little bit of an easier time within the patriarchy system, but when that happens, the rest of them disappears. And they're only this one thing, this only this one masculine trait or whatever that they're tr trying to portray to get ahead in career, whatever it may be. <laughs> whatever it may be, there it is. Um, so overall, the patriarchy tends to box women in into very one-toned kind of human beings. Where that's just not true because humans are very multifaceted and the patriarchy does not allow humans to be multifaceted. And that includes both men and women because patriarchy system has also limited men in their ability to be emotional and gentle and caring and nurturing because those are deemed feminine characteristics which are not favored in the patriarchal system. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not men rule the world, it's masculine traits that happen to show up in men rule the world because that's what people think has you have to have to be able to get ahead in life you have to be strong and leader and a boss and you know domineering and just whatever it is that gets you ahead in life those tend to show up in men though and it's just so frustrating because it has it's boxed everybody in it's boxed humans in to a very one kind of dimensional traits that people just aren't women are you know women and men are both multifaceted you know, so the patriarchy doesn't allow them to be multifaceted, and it's frustrating. So, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was really good how they showed how the patriarchy, literally at one point they put Barbie in a box. They tried to put her in a box. And so the patriarchy says like, oh, you're a mother. That's all you ever are. Oh, you're a career woman. That's all you ever are. And even in the Barbie land, each Barbie was only ever one thing. Mm -hmm. And it didn't give the opportunity for them to explore the rest of humankind, which is why I think Barbie at the end, she was like, I don't want this one dimensional life anymore. I want to become a human and I want to experience all the things that humankind does. Should we have said spoiler alert first? Too late now. 
Spoiler alert. By the time this comes out, though, it'll it'll have been oh, out. You should have so seen long. it already. Yeah, it's your fault if you haven't seen it yet. So, but yeah. But that's okay. I know I talked in circles a little bit, but I feel like I still, I could talk in circles again. Because no, it was that just was like, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I also love the point of them saying, like, what if I just want to be a mom or I just want to be average? Like, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So cool. And the fact that <laughs> I did see, I was going through Tumblr and I saw a couple different people's takes on it in their posts and stuff. And then uh, in the majority of the movie, Weird Barbie, which we all love Weird Barbie. We all had one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she was really weird at the at the start of it but then once they go back to barbie land and they are trying to get rid of the patriarchy and everything that's when weird barbie turns into like this like soldier buff chick or whatever you want to call her i don't know how you want to describe her but like that's how how that's how men tend to see more masculine women and so it just kind of represented that that's the viewpoint of men have on women and it's just like Women are so much more than just one thing at a time. You can be multiple things at one time. And if you don't want to be multiple things at one time, you too, that's fine. Just do whatever and have people stop literally putting you in a box and having them decide who you are. So, and that's the other thing. It's like the whole Barbie land, each, like the whole Barbie land was created based off of how kids were playing with them. And so that's why Ken, another thing I saw someone post, like that's why Ken was never at the forefront because it's usually little girls who are playing with Barbies and they want to play with the girls that are representing them. The men are just there because yeah, men are in the world. That's how it is. But they're not the focus at the time. They're just the side characters because little girls are playing with the little girl dolls that represent them. So why would they play with boys who don't represent them in any way when they're little and they have no business being there kind of thing, you know? You're nodding your head yes. Yeah. Okay. I really agree. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Well, I think we should just circle back to me not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh my god! Ryan Gosling! <laughs> not knowing so, Ryan you remember the Titans? No? The I mean, The Notebook? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I know just know it makes people cry, and I'm not really for that. <sighs> Very great. Like, listen, I... You I, judge me for not knowing who those, uh, those Okay, that's are. crazy, because No, it's you, not crazy. I'm not, I'm not on YouTube all the time. But literally, Ryan Gosling is everywhere all the time. Well, I've never seen him. I've heard his name, I remember hearing his name all the time throughout my whole life. And I just thought he was, like, a talk show host, or, oh like, I don't know, just some, like... I'm judging you so hard right now. Random. But when I was, wa- throughout that whole movie, I'm... Looking at that man, I've never seen him before. <laughs> Ever. I didn't know who he was. I thought he was gay. <laughs> I did not. I, I, was like, this. I was like, why did they pick the most homosexual looking man You never ever? saw Crazy Stupid Love? That movie is so funny. Oh my god. When, when everyone just comes together in like the crazy... It, I'm not going to spoil it because it's good enough that you have to watch it. It's so good. They come together in the Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. A whole lot of stupid, though. And it's just a fiasco. And it's fantastic. I have never seen connections cross so thoroughly in all my life. It was... Oh, that's such a good movie. Anyway, you have to see it. We have to watch. There are so many movies we have to watch. 
Oh my god. What are your favorite movies? Oh god. Um, I love Ratatouille. <laughs> I think we talked about this before, didn't we? I love it. I used to listen to the soundtrack of it, like, just in my free time. That's and it's all in French, and I don't know French. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I love, like, Pixar movies, but I also love, like, classics. Like, I love, um, The Princess Bride. Yes! Yes! I love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever, though. I love Shrek. Okay, get away from any movies. Jeez. <laughs> I, I love the Barbie movie. I love the old Barbie movies. Like the original Barbie movies. The cartoons. The cartoons. I love... You definitely like more like happy-go-lucky. Yeah, I don't like to be sad. Oh dear. <laughs> I've never... No, you would like one of my favorites. What is it? Um, it's called The Fundamentals of Caring. It's good. It's on Netflix. It's got Paul Rudd and Selena Gomez. And, uh, it's great. It's great. I love it. Top, uh, one, two, three, four, top five, four or five movies of mine. You know who I confuse a lot, I think? Is Paul Rudd... Okay, if Paul Rudd is who I think he is, I confuse him a lot with, um... The guy from... Don't do this to me! I love Paul Rudd! <laughs> no, I think he's... He's Ant-Man, right? Yeah. yeah! Yeah, I confuse him a lot with that guy from, um... Grey's Anatomy. What? Oh, Patrick Dempsey? Mm-hmm. Them. Uh... They're the same person in my head. Wow. I mean... No. <laughs> Just... And no. Then, and then the one that's really bad is, um... Emma Stone, oh. Emma Roberts, Jennifer Lawrence, and up till recently, Margot Robbie were all the same person in my head. <laughs> Do you just have absolutely no pop culture reference? Actually, none. I watch this podcast, and there's this girl on there who has only been in America for like two years, and we have the same pop culture knowledge. Oh my gosh. American pop culture knowledge. I... I don't know whether to help you or kick you to the curb. <laughs> I think I might be beyond help. I don't know what to do with this. I you might be beyond help because that's that's pretty rough. I mean, you haven't seen The Hunger Games? No. But I do not confuse Anne Hathaway and Julia Roberts like a lot of people do. Like a lot of people do? Who would be a lot of people because I've never met a single person on the face of the planet <laughs> that's ever confused do. those two people. A lot of people do. How do they confuse- they're in the same movie. How do you confuse two people who are in the same movie? What movie are they in? Anne Hathaway and Julia Roberts? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was thinking Julie Andrews. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yup. That's right. No, but still, Julia Roberts and Anne Hathaway, no, completely two separate worlds. No. I- I'm with you. I don't confuse them. <laughs> I, I I've never heard that. I didn't know people confused them. I love Les Mis. I heard that, technically speaking, the movie sucked compared to the actual stage play. The movie was very impressively made. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Because it was all, like, live singing. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. But I have a friend of mine who is a musical theater snob, and he was just like, nope, the movie destroyed it. It was awful, comparatively speaking. 
And I'm like, well, I still enjoyed it. I never got the, I never got to see the stage play, so I, I don't know. Oh, you know so. what? With the Paul Rudd and Patrick Dempsey, throw in Hugh Jackman with those two. <sighs> you need so much help. They're so similar. They're really not. In what aspects are you saying? Are you just saying looks? They're just like middle-aged white men that are like good looking. <laughs> um, I have absolutely no... Patrick Dempsey does not do it for me. In any capacity. No, he always looks tired and like he has aftershave. Yeah. Or aftershave. Five o'clock shadow. What? What is wrong with me today? A whole lot. A whole French lot of French kiss. <laughs> he always looks like he has five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he grosses me out a little bit. Well, that's harsh. I was just saying he's not attractive to me. No, but I've always had a weird thing of like, I don't... I don't like how he looks. <laughs> he always looks tired. He does. He's got like those little like sad droopy eyes. Yeah. Have you seen the thing like the different types of attractive? You've got like, as far as men go, you've got bear, dog, lizard, and eagle attractive. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You've never seen that? No. I saw something. I think it was like on Twitter or something. I don't know where. But it was like bear attractive is like Henry Cavill. You've got eagle attractive, which is like Ryan Gosling. You've got what it dog attractive, which is Heath Ledger. Oh, Heath Ledger. He's my boy. I miss him. It breaks my heart. Oh my god. Um, and then you've got lizard attractive, which is like Til Timothy. Tim is it Timothy? 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 Um, Timothy Chalamet. Ugh, I don't like him one bit. Harsh. So harsh. And not I my also... not my style. Definitely not my style. But I understand. I understand the types. I know. I understand the categories. I think that new Willy Wonka movie should burn. <laughs> I think it looks so bad. Um, I don't know his name, but he plays Lip in Shameless. Yeah, he looks just like Gene Wilder. Yes. Yes. Everyone was saying he should have done it. And I was he like, should've. yeah. Yeah, he should have. But I think show. they were probably, because Tim Timothy Chalamet looks a little bit more like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka rather than Gene Wilder's. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of a combination of the two styles. Yeah, like somewhere fall in between. But I don't know. I he's a little bit more his I don't know, his attitude in that movie, even just from the the preview that I saw, is definitely more Johnny Depp's crazy kind of Willy Wonka <sighs> rather than Gene Wilder's like mysterious. You know? I love Gene Wilder. I was like, but I've never seen him in anything else. Is he in anything else? Oh, yeah. I have not seen him, but he's in a lot of things. He was really popular in his day and age. But, uh, no, I heard. I don't know if it's true. I've got, actually, that's the, the later for the show. I've got a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes things um, during the filming of different stuff. But I heard that they just kind of let him do his thing. Gene Wilder in Willy Wonka. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, like, on the boat, the whole speech, that was totally ad-libbed. And they just went with it and then did everything around it, basically. And then at the very beginning, he didn't tell them how he was going to present himself. So he's walking out with that cane and the whole crowd behind the gate, they're all like, is this it? Is this the That's guy? That's a raw like, reaction. Yeah, it's a yeah. raw reaction because like he had no idea. And then he starts tipping forward and does a roll. Everything was like totally legitimate because they had no idea what was happening. And he was like, he sprung up and he was like, yep. oh my God, yeah. I so, looked into that too. I love that story. That was a good one. And they I've used, got, like, one foam brick that he just, like, stuck the cane into and then friggin' yep. rolled. I've got a lot of other stories like that, but we'll save that for later. I 
love, love, love The Sound of Music. I love the dad from The Sound of Music. What is fundamentally wrong with you? He is the most attractive a person could ever be. Ew! He's, he's dead. <laughs> he died in uh, uh, two Februarys ago. Oh my god. Yeah, two Februarys ago? <laughs> Chris <laughs> Christopher Plummer. If you can hear me. Just <laughs> absolutely so nothing, nothing about him is Are you kidding me? No. He's got those really, really light eyes. That freaks me out a little bit. That but freaks the me rest. Out. No. Hallelujah. I also love Dick Van Dyke. Okay. He's ancient. Well, now he's not attractive <laughs> to me, obviously, but... I can see like that. Like the Dick Van Dyke show back in the 60s or whatever. Okay, okay. He's a cutie. Um, not my style again. I'm definitely more of, like, I don't know, the cute patooties. I'm, like, a Paul Rudd, Chris Wood, um, Shamar Moore. Oh, my God, Shamar Moore. Or, and I'm going to butcher his name, I'm so sorry, John Yaman. He is Turkish. He is a god. He is... I'm drooling just thinking about him. Oh my god. So they're coming out possibly with um, movie adaptations of the Akatar series, book series, and Cassian in that book. If he's played by anyone other than John Yaman, and again, I probably butchered I that. I have this person out. Oh, he is... <gasps> Oh my god. How do you spell it? You spell it C-A-N. Yeah, I know. It's Turkish. That's it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, his last name is Y-A-M-A-N. Wait a minute. What were you spelling? The first name? His first name is C-A-N. And it's pronounced like John. That's messed up. Oh god. At least that's how they pronounced it in Early Bird. We definitely have different types. He is. But I can see it. Oh my god. I can't, I can't handle it. I watched that entire show, which is like crazy, crazy long. It's like 53 episodes, but each episode is like two hours long. She, was it 51 or 61 episodes? I forget. Doesn't matter. Either way, it was so long. But he is... He, it, it's not okay how attractive he is. You're so into, I, like, big, burly, manly men. Yeah. 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 And he pulls off the long hair. If a guy can pull off long hair, like, murder me! I can't handle it. I'm not... I do like long hair, yeah. I'm not, I'm not coherent enough. I'm not mentally stable enough to handle a long-haired man. I can't. Oh, my God. This is my guy. No. No. Put that away. No. <laughs> okay, I have to ask you something. <laughs> I'm going to switch gears. I have to ask you a question. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm, I want to know, like, your opinion. Okay? Okay. So, last, n <laughs> <laughs> last night at work, um, I have a coworker who is, like, he's, like, middle-aged, I guess. And he is divorced and has he has a girlfriend. Like, I would say a steady girlfriend. Okay. And he went to a high school reunion the other night in 
reconnected with his first love. Oh dear. His high school girlfriend. Oh dear. And he, quote unquote, disappeared for a few nights. Oh my god. And he was telling me the story and he was like, you know, I feel like I have another chance at like my first love. Like how many times do you oh get another god. chance? And I just want to know what you think about that. I think he is a raging douche-sicle. I just- what? Right? <laughs> I mean, this isn't- this isn't- no. No. No, I'm not for that at all. I- that's the thing. I can't stand infidelity of, like, pretty much any- just, no. Yeah. Have respect for the other person. If you want to pursue something, then you be honest with your current partner and you break things off. Mm -hmm. Because obviously you're not emotionally invested enough in this relationship to- you know, be respectful enough towards it. So you might as well not be in it anyway. If you want to have your your second chance at your first love, then you break it off first and foremost with your current partner. Oh, before you pursue anything. Before you disappear for a few days, you break it off. The other woman is married, too. Excuse me? The woman? Excuse me? <laughs> She's married. Um, I need him in front of a truck. Isn't that, that insane? I can just... Wow. He... And he was really trying to sell it to me, and I just, I don't know. I just don't know. I would have broke out in song and dance, you are a douche! Because he was like, it was like a Hallmark movie. Like, the second I saw her, we just couldn't keep our hands off each other. Like, it was the most powerful thing, da 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 And I'm like, <laughs> No. Okay, but, like, be responsible. How old is he? Um, 52. <sighs> The dude needs slapped in the face with a jackhammer. Just, oh my god. That's so disgusting. Nope. You yeah. can let him know from me. Nope. <laughs> wow. I just didn't say much. I hope the girlfriend kicks him to the curb. Well, I think he wants to pursue the other woman. And she wants to pursue him. So they're going to break off their ties for each other, I guess. Wow. <sighs> Crash and burn. Which, just... whatever, but if you had done that before, the whole cheating thing. Yeah. Um, Yikes. Yeah, so that's kind of awkward. My hope for love has just continually died. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I don't need a relationship. I just, I'm so good. I'm so good. I can't tell you how many times I've been hit on or whatever, by men who have girlfriends. Ew. So many times. I would probably say more often than than being single. Do you just give off, like, infidelity vibes or something? <laughs> I hope not. What did you say the other day? You have short girl vibes or something? Um, yeah, short vibes. Do you have short energy? Short energy. Short energy, that's it, that's it. Um... And I'm glad you said it, because I was like, that was a good way of putting it. I do, and don't I? I? It. It's not an insult. Please don't take it that no. way. No. But you give off such short energy. How tall do you, like, feel like I am? I think I put out a vibe of, like, 5'2 or 3. Yeah. I was saying 5'1, five, 5'2 five, kind of thing. But the fact that you're 5'5 five, five, and I'm 5'4, five, five. that's insulting to me. <laughs> I've always, like, I feel like put out short energy. And then I measured myself and I'm like, oh my god, I'm average. <laughs> I'm like an Amazon woman. <laughs> In my long legs. Oh my gosh. I'm not tall, but I'm taller than people expect. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. You're not the only person who said that. Do I give off? What kind of energy do I give off? Average. Sure. I think taller than you are. I give off taller than I am energy. <laughs> yeah, but also because you wear, like, boots and stuff. I feel like that gives tall vibes. My, like, combat boots mm-hmm. and stuff. I love those boots. I can't wait for winter. Fall. Start wearing them again. I was thinking about that today. I love fall, but I have this impending doom of winter. <laughs> Winter's coming. So it's hard to enjoy it. You So you just, like, skip over fall because you're terrified of winter? What? It's just hard to enjoy fall because I know that the depression is coming. Well, it's been here to stay for me. <laughs> Get on my I show, my baby. in the winter. So I like spring because it has hope. I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh my god. I'm gonna cry. Oh man. Um, but anywho, y- you don't know who Ryan Gosling is. What the heck? I just No, not really. I do now. I guess he's an actor. And I guess that he's not gay and is actually kind of manly at times. I've heard that he's been in some more masculine roles. I would say yes. I thought he was like born a homosexual the way I saw him in that movie. Well, then he played his part well. Not that he was a homosexual in that, either, but... Feminine? (laughs) I don't know. But again, it was because of how girls were playing with their Barbies, and so even with Ken's, you know, they're gonna put them in, like, more... I don't know, more feminine clothes, because that's what girls are playing with. And they're, they're going to push their feminine attributes onto the boy Barbies, or the Ken... I don't... I'm confusing myself now, but... The Kens. I had a Troy. And one Allen. Like from High School Musical. You know what? Troy. Weren't their heads like obnoxiously weirdly <laughs> sized? <laughs> I just remember they were squishy. Ew. Yeah. I had a belly dancer Barbie. You don't. Oh, do we talk about this on the. I don't know about we talk about here, maybe when we went to go see the movie, but I did. I had a belly dancer Barbie, and its belly was really squishy, and, and it just was really gross. That makes me so uncomfy. Yeah. I always used to break their legs because I wanted them to sit. Like, break them, break like them? Like, their knees. I would bend their knees and break the Barbie break, basically, to get them to sit. That's valid. I mean, it was so irritating that they're just awkwardly stiff-legged. It's just, that's not how people sit. So, yeah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I was really mad that they didn't include something about having Velcro in the back of their clothes in the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. That would have been such a funny detail. I really, I want to know how they filmed it with like the cars along the road, how it just looked so, it looked real, but because it looked fake. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense, but. It looked real, look- but like it couldn't have been. It looked fake in a way that it was, like, really being played with, like, on a fake road and everything, like, and the fact that the whole thing was just, like, you don't walk your your Barbie down the stairs, you just go from one place to the next, and then she's floating down from the top of her house to her driveway. <laughs> did you like to play Barbie, or did you like to just set up this scene? Oh, I like boy. to get everybody dressed, everybody's hair brushed, everybody sat, and in a pose... And then I would leave it. Like <laughs> I I was a little bit cruel to no, my... Well, I only ever had one Barbie. I was not a Barbie kid. 
Oh. I actually was not a Barbie kid. I only have like one Barbie and then I would occasionally get like, I know I told you I had the Belly Dancer Barbie, the special edition Barbie, but, 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 okay. Um, that one, that one, and then I had the Christmas edition. It had this beautiful gold ball gown and my mom was like, make sure you keep it all nice and safe. It's probably worth money one day. I destroyed that thing. That became my weird Barbie. But, uh, no, I wasn't a Barbie kid. I, my friend had some Bratz dolls, so we played with more of her Bratz dolls, and then I played with, like, my brother's rescue heroes. And then I had one baby doll, and I didn't like baby dolls either. I only liked the carrying case, the thing that came in, like, the little <laughs> cradle thing. I was like, this is fun. I didn't care about the baby. But I, yeah, I was more of a rescue heroes kind of kid. I don't know Rescue Heroes. Oh, you missed out. You missed out. They had like little movies to go with them, like a little show and everything. There was the Rescue Tower, the the, the cars, there was a Rescue Eagle with a button on its back and its wings flapped. Oh my yeah. god, it was so cool. And then it had all the equipment and like the lifeguard had a full like lifeguard equipment. Thing. Like it was so cool. You missed out. Did you do um Polly Pocket? I had some Polly Pockets. I like Polly Pocket. I loved my cousins had um, Hess trucks and Hess helicopters. I loved those. We had the like original Tonka, like the heavy duty metal knock you out <laughs> kind of thing. Like the sharp cornered mm-hmm. metal Tonka trucks and everything. Um, what else did we do? My sister and I would play with the most random things. So we had these two buckets of one had dinosaurs, one had animals. There were little figurines we'd play with. We had a bunch of butterflies we would play Ew. with sometimes and, like, bugs. Ew. Just random stuff. One time we played with leaves in someone's yard. <laughs> Did you ever make, um, witch brews? Oh, yeah. Like, leaves and, like, stir it with a stick kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time I I made one and I put, like, whipped cream on top of it and I tried to get my neighbor to drink it. (laughs) You know, I pretended one time to be, like, a great inventor or something. And my stupid ass. Oh, my God. So, remember how I told you that my house was, like, perpetually under construction? And all the drywall was exposed and, like, all the spackle and everything? Well, in one of, in my room at the time, same thing. My window, the the frame wasn't on the windows, and so you could just see the edges where the spackle and everything for the drywall. And I was like, I'm gonna be like the next great inventor, next cosmetologist or whatever. I'm gonna create my own lotion <laughs> using. <laughs> I took a, a regular lotion. Oh no! <laughs> God, I'm such an idiot. I thought it was so smart. I took a regular lotion. And I took that and I scraped off <gasps> spackle. <laughs> the spackle dust. I scraped it off into the lotion. I mixed it all together and I'm like, look at my brand new lotion. Did you use it? No. Oh, God bless. It was just me pretending to be some super intelligent scientist. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I ruined a bunch of lotion that way thinking I was creating some new lotion. Because I'm Honestly, genius. You were probably the first person in the whole world to ever try that. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> First and only. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did stupid stuff like that. That's... Yep. Yeah, that I did, bad. too. We used to. I don't know. I was... We were weird children. So when we lived in Marysville, my mom babysat a bunch of the kids in the neighborhood, and when we were all play together, we would... 
I don't know exactly what the game was. Like, I don't know if we were pretending to be animals and locking each other in cages or something or, you know, playing jail and, and locking each other in jail. But in my bedroom, the frame of my bed um, was right kind of across the way from my dresser. So there was like a, a foot or two space between the, the bed frame and the dresser. And I would use, I used to collect snow globes. We're stupid. We used the snow globes to put the blanket, a blanket across and then hold it up on the dresser. We would put snow globes and I broke every single, you'd think after the first time I broke it, I'd learned my lesson, but no, we broke every single one of my snow globes because we kept using it to keep the blanket up and stretch it across to my bed frame. And you know, we're, we're crawling in and out of this blanket door. Of course they're going to break. Like how stupid That's you gotta really be. Dumb. And so my mom was like, nope, no more snow globes for you. That's really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I remember. I was a mean kid. I bit, his name was Dylan. I bit Dylan so hard on the stomach he bled. <gasps> I slammed Zach's door in the hand. And then, because I was, he was coming. Oh. I know you don't know these people, but I was so mean as a little kid. Like I said, it was Dylan and his sister Lily and then Zach and his sister Sam. And I was really mad at Sam for something, and I was yelling at her, and then Zach came to try to defend her, and I slammed the door in his face, but his hand was there, so I accidentally slammed his hand in the door. And then something happened, and Dylan was chasing me around the house. He cornered me in the closet, and I bit him on the stomach. Oh my did. god. And another time, me, me and Lily, one time, we were standing in the middle of our living room, and we got the giggles, and we would just drop to the floor, start laughing, stand up, drop to the floor, and just laugh weird we were weird children so yeah one time my friend and I when we were little convinced ourselves that Capri Sun had laughing juice in it <laughs> <laughs> and I remember pretending to read the back of it and be like yeah it says it has laughing juice in it and then we would drink Capri Sun and laugh our butts off the back of Capri Suns are literally just blank aren't they <laughs> probably <laughs> probably I've got the giggles today one time when oh I was little, I was too old for this to happen because I remember it, but we had, <laughs> our windows were like wooden, so they were like a brown color, and so we had a brown like clocking that was in the cracks of it. I like was convinced it was peanut butter. Oh my god. So I licked it, <laughs> like a, all like all the time. It wasn't a one-off? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my I god. I was on a mission. <laughs> One day you were gonna wake up and it was gonna work. <laughs> Maybe. I thought I was oh in Willy god. Wonka. Oh my god, that one I told you about the the one meme or video or whatever. When they're licking the walls, the the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> and Grandpa Joe or Uncle whatever his name is, he's over on the other side, he's like, This carrot is so bitter. <laughs> Dang oopaloopas! <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my god. Ruined childhood. That's so messed up. Oh man. Um Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Honest to God, what weird children. We got another work story if you want. If I can get your opinion on it. Bring it on. So again, last night. Okay. Backtrack. Two months ago, I about a coworker of mine who has been working with me for almost a year now. So we've become close, right? We're friends. 
my coworker and I. Work friends. Work friends. But also outside of work friends. Oh. You've transcended. We hang out. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Not often. But he told me two months ago that he was moving away. And I was I that heartbroken. Yeah. I was really upset because we became good friends. And so for the past two months, I've kind of been in this mental state of like, Letting go of this friendship, right? Let it go. Let it go. So. <laughs> well, you don't have to let it go. Not letting it go, but you know what I mean? Just preparing mentally, like, yeah. kind of distancing. Okay. And then last night, um, his family came in, and I don't remember what I said, but I, I was checking them out, and I said something, something, da -da, because you're leaving soon. And his family was like, what? You're leaving? What? He was pranking me! Why? Because he's a freaking prankster. Isn't that horrible? That's weird. My mom was like, that is sick and twisted. That's... But why? For fun. Is this like a long con kind of deal like but why what to what end honestly i thought it was a prank when he first told me because he would do something like that but it's been like two months but you said you've like mentally been like distancing yourself from it is this his way of like breaking up with you <laughs> as a work friend no what he just thought it was funny and he was like don't be mad be happy i'm staying and i'm like oh my god i'm so mad i was so mad weird i'm so mad I feel so strange because I feel mentally yanked prepared. around. Like yeah, yanked around for sure. That that's just that's a weird prank. Isn't that horrible? That's a weird thing to do. Yeah, I feel really strange. I'm I don't I'm at a loss. Honestly, that's just weird. No, but work friends are like a whole different breed. They truly yeah. are, and I miss. I remember we were saying, like, is there anyone in the world that you wanted to be closer to? And I, I realized after, I was really close with one of my work friends. Her name was Maddie. Her name is Maddie. She's not dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, we got really close. We loved working together because while we were, like, really good, we hardly ever worked together. I don't know why they never scheduled us together because we got shit done when we worked together. Like, if, we, if there was stuff to shelve, this was when I worked at the bookstore, if we had books to shelve, we got that done so we could just, like, hang out afterwards. So we mm -hmm. always got our work done really quickly. So I don't know why they didn't put us together more often. But when we did, it was always a great time. And then she was actually the person that introduced me to 21 Pilots. So I have her to thank for my sanity on most most insane days. But Debatably insanity. But yeah. Okay. Um, but I miss her. I'm like, she's she's got triplets now. Wow. Um. I think she's doing pretty good. Her and her friend both have kids and like they're living their best lives. And I just, I miss her. She left, I don't know, she left like a year or so, year and a half into me working there. So mm -hmm. we'd gotten a chance to get really close and then she left and I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, what the mm -hmm. heck? Mm -hmm. Trying to stay close and everything. I would go visit her at her new job. But, um, you know, then I moved up here. So we kind of lost contact and I miss her. I hope she's doing well. I've seen her on Facebook, so I know she is doing well, but... I miss her. Shout out to Maddie. Isn't that so weird when your friends start having kids and stuff? Well, yeah. You're older, so you probably have it more often, but... It's happened a lot. I just went to a um, friend of ours um, from Columbus. I grew up with them. Childhood friends. Like, 
since we were just little youngins. And they're the oldest brother and the oldest sister, my friend Kayla, they're married. Kayla now has a daughter. And I'm like, excuse me. I walked up to her at Barry's wedding. I went to her and I was just like, we're too young and too old for this at the same time. And mm -hmm. she's like, I know, it's so weird. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because I, I remember just the other day going to her wedding shower and then they they were passing around a book of different pictures and stuff. I was in the book. I was in the, oh, it was so cool. It was, um, it was Kayla, her uh, cousin Eliza, and me, and we were at the lake, my happy place, and just stupid looks on our faces. We had, like, popsicle faces, you know? as we were kids and I was like oh my god now we're freaking getting married and having kids not me but whatever <laughs> I was like this Same. is weird yeah and then I see other people on Facebook and then you know again having babies and I'm like but I'm a child still but how or what what's happening I was like oh wait huh? it's so. weird when I was younger I thought I would be so much further along you're, in life but you're 21 yes my mom was married at 20 years old and I think my cousin Tiffany was 20 as well I'm really bad with time. I don't feel like I'll ever be ready. No. I, I thought I'd be ready by now. I can't imagine being married now. I'm 27 and I'm like, married? Excuse me? That's huge. Nope. I don't know. Wears me out. I'll stick with my... Same. I'll stick with... I was just looking at different apartment, um, looking for applications and everything and they're mm -hmm. just like, you know, do you smoke? Do you drink? Do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm so boring. I work, I go home, and I read. And currently, right now, I watch Suits. That's it. That's my life. And then you have to pay for a background check, and I'm like, you're going to be paying $60 for a blank piece of paper. There's just nothing. There's just nothing. And I'm like, I'm good with that, and I'll stick with it. I'm good with my, my movies, my television, my books. I'm so good with that. I'm very boring, too. Is it boring? Is it content? I'm content. I'm content. I'm content in the fact that I also can just pick up and leave whatever I want. Mm -hmm. If I so chose to do. Which I want to live in Virginia. Mm -hmm. In the Virginia mountains. Blue, 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 Blue Ridge Mountains. I want to go. Virginia's beautiful. Oh, I love it so much. I only went for the first time. What was it? A couple months ago. Really? Yeah. So many of my favorite books are in Virginia, take place in Virginia, then I'm like, it's like calling to me. I need to go. I really want to go to New Orleans. Don't, hey, you're talking to the queen of let's pick up and go on a trip. So, <laughs> but let I me know your schedule. Like... I'm okay. no longer going to school. What? I'm not taking that class. So, Why? Because I got online to pay for it. Because I can't do financial aid. I was just going to pay out of pocket for it. Right. I looked up online and usually community college classes for an individual one, around five, five fifty or something. Yeah. $872 for a class that wasn't even taught by the teacher that I wanted. It was Wait. originally, it was supposed to be Lambert. Yeah. Nope. Nope. What happened? I don't know. But I got on there and it's taught by some other woman that I don't know. So I'm like, I'm not going to pay for a class that I don't know the professor that's wicked expensive. And, you know, as much as I'm interested in the topic, it's not I'm, it. not, I'm not, I'm not, no. It's not worth that. No. That's crazy. Yeah. I was not a happy camper. So yeah, I will no longer be going to class. So I'm free for the taking. Give me your schedule. We'll plan a trip to New Orleans. Don't play. Don't play. Don't play. Don't play. Um, anyway, moving on. Going back to it, you mentioned one of your favorite movies is The Princess Bride. 
right there with you. Love that one. During the filming of The Princess Bride, Mandy Patinkin, who plays Inigo Montoya, his father actually died from cancer. And when he came back from the funeral, they had to shoot the scene where he kills the six-fingered man. No way. It gives him a special fire in his eyes when he says, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. And someone else commented below that, and they said it's also the only line that he says without a Spanish accent. So it was more Mandy Patinkin saying Wow, that is so sad. Yeah. Oh, I need to watch that movie right now. I do too. We love Mandy Patinkin. He is also in Criminal Minds. And he left that show because he was like, how do you guys do this every day? This, these horrible scenes and these horrible going into the minds of horrible people. How can you do this and stomach it every day? And he had to finally leave the show, which I don't blame him because that was a brutal show. Um, so we love him. Anyway, moving on. Um, in Avengers, everybody knows this one already, but I love it. In Avengers, Robert Downey Jr. would hide food around the sets and eat them while filming. The crew would attempt to find his stashes, but never did. All of those times he was eating on screen were unscripted. You know the scene <laughs> awesome. where he, he's like eating blueberries and he offers it to Steve? Yes. And he's just like, blueberry? He's like, no. That's unscripted, I think. Have you guys tried shawarma? I love him. He's so funny. <laughs> he's one of my favorites. Um, again, everyone knows this one, but in Lord of the Rings, in the Two Towers, when Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas are approaching the pile of smoldering and dismembered corpses, looking for Pippin and Merry, Viggo Mortensen kicks a helmeted orc head and screams, thinking the hobbits are dead and gone. Uh, it's actually a really good scream, and 100% authentic. Uh, when he kicked the head, he broke two of his toes. <gasps> he used the pain and stayed in character, and they kept the scene for the movie. God bless. He broke his toes. Oh my god. I also heard, was it him or the other one? I don't, I haven't seen. One of them, one of the main characters, they're afraid of heights, and he refused to drive the helicopter to wherever they were they were filming, and so he walked across New Zealand, <laughs> basically, to get to the filming set because he refused to go in the helicopter. I heard that too. I forget who it was, though. Um, da, 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 da. which one? What is this one? I don't know. Wait. Okay. This has something to do with a neck. Okay. In Requiem for a Dream, there is a scene where Ellen Bernstein gives a monologue about how terrible it is to grow old and useless. Uh, a scene credited for her Best Actress nomination, so that's cool. But unlike the rest of the movie, where every shot is very carefully planned and framed, the camera here goes all shaky and off center. This was not planned or intended, and the director, Darren Aronofsky, started to throw a fit as soon as the scene was cut because Ellen Bernstein had just delivered an amazing performance and the cinematographer had screwed it all up. As it turns out, the filming was screwed up because the cinematographer was so moved by Bernstein's performance that he was crying uncontrollably. <laughs> he couldn't hold the camera still and couldn't see because his crying fogged up the eyepiece. But they used that cut in the final in the final film. Wow. But that um, reminds me of something that happened in Goodwill Hunting, um, which I have like a bunch of... For them, so we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, next one is the actors of Saving Private Ryan were put through basic training before filming, except Matt Damon, so that the other actors would build some sort of unconscious resentment towards his character. And they use that in the film, that kind of ingrained resentment. I love that. Um, have you seen Pulp Fiction? Mm-mm. Oh, gotta get it together. Um, what about Fight Club? <laughs> gotta get it together? No. You haven't seen Fight Club? I've never heard of that. We don't talk about Fight Club. Okay. <laughs> But Fight Club was filmed- <laughs> You brought it up! <laughs> Shut up. Fight Club was filmed in chronological order, and throughout the film, Edward Norton put himself on a near-starvation diet and avoided the sun, while Brad Pitt spent a lot of time at the gym and 
tanning salons and in tanning salons. The end result is we see Tyler Durden getting stronger and healthier while the narrator withers away. That's how you get into character, wow. baby. Um, and this one's just really sweet. In Goodfellas, the spaghetti they're eating was cooked by Scorsese's mother. <gasps> Mary Grace. I'm sure that's a really cool fact. I just don't know what we're talking about. Oh my god. Okay. Um, you'll know this one then. In the flower shop scene in The Room. Okay. The Room. When Johnny says, oh, hi, doggy. <laughs> I love that scene. That was a genuine reaction because yes. he didn't realize that the dog was, in his own world, in his own words, a real thing. He didn't know the dog was real. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, my God, I love oh, that. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. I did oh not hit her. <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> okay, so, like I said, we're jumping into some of my favorites, which is um, Goodwill Hunting. Please, please tell me you've seen Goodwill Hunting. I've never even heard of it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Get it together. I need to get it together now because that hurts my soul. This is like my number one favorite movie of all time. <laughs> so Matt Damon and Ben Affleck actually wrote it. And it, they originally wrote it to be a like thriller action movie. But then when people were reading the script, they were like, let's actually focus on the important things, which is the characters. So they took a bunch of the stuff out and it ended up being just like a really, really deep heartfelt movie. Um, but da, 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 let me see. Oh, <laughs> when Matt Damon and Ben Affleck first started shopping um, their Goodwill hunting script around Hollywood to find the producers for it, they came up with a novel way to determine which producers had actually read it. About halfway through the script around page 60, they added a graphic sex scene between Will and Chucky, um, who is played by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Um, apropos of absolutely nothing before it or after it. They sent the script to every major studio in Hollywood and none of them mentioned the scene when one of the studios read it and it determined the only thing to change was the out of the blue sex scene. That was how Damon and Affleck knew who to go with. And I'm like, that's brilliant. That's really smart. That reminds me of people like in their writers when they're going to different um, venues. Mm -hmm. They'll put in like a random thing and if it's not done, they know somebody needs fire. Right. <laughs> um... So Robin Williams was always famous for improvising lines. And this is what I was talking about before. Um, so he's always improvising his lines. And he could even ad-lib entire stand-up sets based on the things he saw around the stage. And he improvised a lot of his most famous lines in Goodwill Hunting. He came up with the entire scene in which Sean tells Will about his wife's farts. Which is why Matt Damon laughed so hard and the laughter was genuine. The camera is noticeably shaky as well, possibly because the camera operator was laughing. He also improvised his final line in the film, Son of a Bitch, He Stole My Line. Damon has said that this line was William's best contribution to the movie. And that ending is so good! Oh, it's such a good ending. I can't that believe sounds like a good it. movie. I'm it is so good. I don't know if you'll like it because it's it's heart-wrenching. Like it's It's sad, like pretty sad at some points. It's a overall kind of a depressing movie but like it's so hopeful at the end and it's just oh it's so good oh my god um so another fun fun fact was ben affleck was able to realistically write for a janitor working at harvard university because both his father and stepmother had held a position of custodian at prestigious school at the prestigious school making the protagonist a janitor at harvard was the perfect way to illustrate the social disparity between working class bostonians and snobbish harvard academics at the heart of the movie so that's interesting. Um, what is this? Okay, switching gears over from 
my number one favorite movie of all time to another one of my favorite movies of all time, A Knight's Tale. This makes me so happy. Okay, so if anyone's ever seen it, it's all about jousting and you know, knights medieval times, but it has a classic rock element to it because they threw things all together. Um, so in the, in performing basically all of the jousting, it was real. None of it was CGI or anything. They just could not get it to look realistic enough. So they actually were genuinely jousting, but their lances to make it like explode and be like more dramatic and everything. They actually put pasta, like dried linguine in the lances so it would break apart. All the pasta would fly and like be like wood splinters. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bunch of pasta flying everywhere. That's really cool. Um, also, so anybody who's watched A Knight's Tale, like the actual movie, there is an end credit scene in that that almost got cut. They almost didn't put it in. I'm so glad they did. And it's even on Netflix. They put it on Netflix too. So anybody on Netflix, make sure you watch it till the very, very end. There's the end credit scene. Um, I should probably not give away, but it's like, you know what? I'm not going to say it because it's, it's funny. It's out of the blue, but there's an end credit scene. So just make sure you watch it. Um, that one I already kind of mentioned. Uh, so Heath Ledger, this was, he was 21 years old when he filmed this movie. It was his first leading role. And it was actually the other character who plays Jocelyn. Her name um, is Shannon Sossaman. I don't know if I said that right. But that this was her first role ever. Um, so that was kind of exciting. And uh, they took a big, big gamble on those guys. But it paid off because they were just absolutely perfect in it. Um, so... There's a lot of anachronisms in the whole movie. So obviously it takes place in medieval times. Specifically, the director has said, even though it's not mentioned in the movie, they say it takes place in 1372, specifically that year, because <laughs> these idiots, oh my god, it takes place in 1372 and the 70s will always be the 70s. And that's why they play <laughs> 70s classic rock music all throughout it because they wanted, the whole movie wanted to kind of have that you know, less serious vibe that most medieval kind of things do. It, this was all about friends, good vibes, having a good time, working together to get what they're, what they want to do done, just having a good time and everything. And so they play more upbeat classic rock music just to kind of give a little bit of the vibe even throughout time. And the director even, I think it was the director, I forget who actually said it, but they're like, I don't care what time period, and we talked about it before, people will have always been people. Mm -hmm. And if somebody in 1372 rips ass, somebody's going to be laughing about it, you know? And so they wanted that just more kind of lighthearted feel to it, um, to a more medieval time. Um, but there's a lot of anachronisms all throughout the movie. Like at one point you can see like a medieval version of the London Eye, which was obviously built in 1998, mm -hmm. but they have a 1372 version that's built out of wood. That's fun. And just, just little things that are out of place, but kind of made to fit the time and it's just such a fun ridiculous movie I absolutely love it that's very creative um, I love that and then again he said that it takes place specific in 1372 and there's a lot of different time period things that aren't accurate like one such thing is the fact that um one point Count Adamar is shown at the Battle of Poitiers which happened 1356 so there are just things that aren't accurate but this movie was not going for accuracy it was just going for fun and I I just love that um, yeah. So just some fun movie facts that I just love. And the fact that you haven't seen either of my favorite movies just breaks my heart. I anymore. hadn't seen most of those that you listed. I haven't seen Harry Potter. <sighs> or any of them. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard 
not to let this affect how I view you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. We'll get there eventually. Sorry, I've been too busy touching grass and <laughs> breathing air. What? Okay. <laughs> At least I know what boondoggle is, okay? I've lived. Okay? You've lived. You've lived. Okay. Well, I'm thinking I need to start taking work off of Wednesdays and have this be dedicated day of just us focusing on pulp culture. I don't know where that came from. But, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. You want to be happily living in the dark. I'm on the outside. Nope, that's not it. I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never eat the ground. Crash to the surface. Where they can't hurt. Okay, anyway, we're going to get tagged for that one. Flagged for that one? I don't know. Who knows? Um, now... You've got some editing to do. Because you done goofed. I don't know what happened. So, folks, when the recording of this sounds all wonky, know that it's When it sounds like well. Danielle's really close to the microphone, it's because she's really close oh, to Oh, am I still microphone. recording? I put this down. Okay. It's really all over the place now at this point. Okay. Sorry. Still recording. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Folks, go watch the Barbie movie. It's actually pretty good. Go watch the Barbie movie, and if you want to tell people about this podcast, um, we're everywhere, so check us out on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, soon-to-be Apple Podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You name yeah. it. We're there. Have we gotten any hits on anything? On a, where, no, no. No. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know. My English started to go, so I just gave up on it. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your family. I think we have maybe three consistent listeners. We're doing some rebranding, so if you see some changes... Oh, yeah. Things are only getting good. We got some constructive criticism, and we are taking it. Um, so we're working on it. It's much harder to come up with titles than one expects. But uh, we're working on it. Anyway, okay. Bye! Uh, Till next week, talk at you, talk at you, t t we're gonna go. <laughs> bye! <laughs> Dang it, Oompa Loompas! <laughs> French kiss. <laughs> Hi. Ryan Gosling is everywhere all the time.